Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet, and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. Hello and welcome to another episode of Motorsports Madness. Good to be back with you for another week from the WSIC studio in Statesville, North Carolina. I'm Tom Baker and joining me in the studio this very evening, we have a full house tonight. To my left uh, is Randy Miller from the Inside Pass and next to Randy is Peter Strada. From the Sports Journal. And to my right is Noah Lewis, who has been oh gone all summer. We're, Who is we're that? Back from his <laughs> summer vacation. Uh, and uh, Noah also with the Sports Journal. And um, both Peter and Noah students at High Point. One is a graduate, the other one is Noah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least Noah's got a little bit more bass in his voice this time. Yeah. And, uh, and then uh, joining us in the studio. Uh, for this show, we've got Hunter Smith. Hunter is the uh, founder of Fit Stop Performance, which is exactly what you would imagine it probably is. It's all about fitness, and Hunter has uh, several clients racing in NASCAR and other uh, um, other forms of racing, and one of them happens to also be in the studio as our production intern, Justice Calabro. Uh, is a racer right now in Legends Cars, hoping uh, for something a little bigger for him next year, but uh, at least for right now, Legends Cars. And uh, Justice is uh, training to be our production intern, and Chris Murdoch with us as well uh, as our normal producer, um, and Justice kind of shadowing. Meaning I will be muted at some point. We can fill the whole Brady Bunch screen at this point. <laughs> yeah, like, I was, was going to tell Tom that he should probably just go ahead and get the clothes out of the way right now. That way he didn't have to yeah. do it again later. It's yeah. a beautiful house theme. So, uh, yeah, so happy to, to be back with you. We've got a, a great show. Hunter going to talk fitness and uh, other things. We basically brought him in as a co-host tonight. That's so, um, you know, uh, we're, he and I are going to chat about Bowman Gray in the next oh. segment because we were both there Saturday night, and uh, we've been talking a lot about it. Peter was there as well. Um, and so we're going to – we'll have some fun with Bowman Gray, and uh, we'll talk, obviously, NASCAR. We'll talk IndyCar, F1 coming back. Lots of stuff to get into this show. So uh, grab a beverage and uh, take your favorite seat. We'll be back in a minute. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediates to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. 
Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up, do not provide them with any form of payment or information. Report the call at oig.ssa.gov. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'll come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. John Fogarty's still rocking out in his 70s Man, and I'm, still putting on a great show. I miss the re-entry music. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's by, the, by the way, when we when we move into syndication, I actually have a surprise for you. Uh-oh. For who? For you. Oh. Uh-oh. I'm worried now. There we go. It's a re-entry surprise. We'll tell you like more it. about... Uh, oh, boy. I promise. The whole Brandy... <laughs> he has to wait three weeks to hear it, but... Yeah, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll get to that a little bit later in the show, but uh, right now, I want to... Take the opportunity to kind of reintroduce Hunter Smith. Hunter's been with us uh, several times on yeah. uh, Motorsports Madness, um, so certainly not a rookie by any means. But um, Hunter's fit stop performance lineup of drivers just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, it's definitely not getting smaller, which, which is which is uh, a good thing. So, and we got guys at every level, so which is really fun. So we got guys like Justice uh, running in the Legend Car program and. Um, we have three or four legend car drivers now. We have a handful running late models, and then obviously we have our our NASCAR guys and the trucks and Xfinity and Cup and a couple guys doing some ARCA races this year. And um, it's been a lot of fun. This past weekend uh, was was a big one for us. We had, minus Corey LaJoy, unfortunately had to sit out due to COVID nineteen protocols. But we had Joey Gase on track, Cody Ware on track, and Cody Ware's doing IndyCar races. And uh, we just did the the double, so to speak, at the Indy Road Course with the IndyCar race on Saturday and the Cup race on Sunday, which was really cool to prepare him for. And so we just keep getting busier, and that's okay. It's uh, definitely okay. It's good um, pulling ahead. Yes. Okay. Spencer Boyd. <laughs> Spencer Boyd. Uh, Chris Wright. Uh, Carson Chris, Ware, right? Carson Ware. Cody Ware. Uh, Joey Gase. Corey LaJoy. Justice Calabro. George Phillips. Evan Garvey. 
uh, you name it, you know, in this local area here, it's, you know, we're growing, growing like wildfire. It's been three years, so we'll turn three in October. Um, and it's, uh, I know he's missed some and, and who, and I know I have missed a couple and, and those guys, when they hear this back, Ryan Vargas, um, that's right. <laughs> Ryan Vargas. You can hit the bell on me on that one, but, um, no, you get a buzzer uh, for missing yeah. Ryan. Um, no, I figure what's going to happen is the, the one person he's going to forget is going to go to their workout and they're yeah. going to be able to lift like 600 pounds because they're going to be so angry that he forgot them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the easy I, workout from there on. You know, I think it's, uh, it's a good thing. We have such a great camaraderie and and that was one thing i wanted to build as soon as i got down here and, and started this business was that fits up it's a family you know everybody who comes in supports each other um if justice comes in and, and wants to learn about late models and and whatnot he can go to josh stark he can go to evan garvey who's now making late model starts and he can bounce ideas off them or guys like spencer and joey that have come through late models so um, I think that's the coolest thing that we have is just the family atmosphere and how willing everybody is to help each other and, and just hang out and talk to each other. So this weekend, we, uh, you and Peter and I were all at Bowman Gray Stadium, and we've talked about Bowman now um, on you know a couple of the recent shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bowman definitely not a family. <laughs> Those drivers there are not. No, family. that's about like you, my family. That's unless exactly you're Burton, Jason Myers, you come family. with your family. That's what it is. You, yeah, yeah. You go to Bowman um, with your family. But uh, the drivers on track are definitely. It's not a familial atmosphere. Um, and uh, we saw some of that Saturday night too. Champions were crowned. Yeah. On Saturday, um, and of course the modified division is the big division there, um, and. <laughs> Tim Brown and Burt Myers went into it uh, fighting for the championship and ended up doing a little more than fighting than they asked for. Yeah, they definitely traded some pain at one point. Well, they were trading bumpers, too. I mean, they ended up uh, getting together, and then the two of them banging bumpers with each other and under the caution and whatever, just uh, putting on a nice uh, entertaining show for the uh, nearly sold-out crowd. Yeah, it was fun to watch from the spotter stand, I'll tell you that. So, uh, I spot for Danny Bone up at Bowman Gray, and uh, not a shameless plug, but we did finish second. We came from 16th to (laughs) second. Uh, Yeah, that was mentally That was the most mentally drained I've ever been from spotting at that racetrack, which was cutting through all that stuff and all the the carnage and whatever that went on, but um, spotters running back and forth yelling at each other and you had the brandon ward and burt myers deal oh, that's right it was brandon and burt, brandon Brown ward and burt. went yeah. back and forth and with burt right. and yeah. um and that was right the actual wrecking happened right in front of danny yeah. and, and our radio communication i know somebody recorded it and i'm excited for it to come out but <laughs> basically it was you know what we were seeing is what we were talking about so yeah. and then i'm relaying everything from where i'm at and who's talking you know smack to who and it was a wild night, but it was a lot of fun on our end. It was. It was crazy, and the sportsman class had their usual good time. Oh, yeah. Tore up a lot of equipment. Um, and, uh, you know, all the classes there put on great shows. It's a, it's a very different kind of atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really um, – it, it's kind of WWE on wheels. Yeah. Um, and, and that's kind of what you – when you go there, that's what you – you know, it's the madhouse. That's why they call it that. And, you know, you have those two two guys um, that got into it in the modified race. 
and you know, both of them restarted in their original spot. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. You know, it's just uh, you yeah, know, when to pick your battles. It's a different way to do things. Um, John Holloman led a bunch of laps in that race. Yep. Enough to uh, put himself over the top to win the lap leader award for the yep. modified division. He also got rookie of the year, or also got uh, uh, most popular and most wins. He had a great season in the division. He really he did. had an awesome yeah. season. Yeah, I Give mean, he's run sure. there forever. Yep. You know, street stock sportsman now modifieds, and uh, so John ended up uh, winning a bunch of awards, led a good bunch of laps, and then just um, ended up really kind of getting put in a box because um, he was leading the race on a restart, and, you know, the spotter cleared him. And so as soon as he cleared him, John dropped low to protect. And, of course, if you're the second-place guy and it's Bowman Gray, what are you going to do? You're going to – You're getting a bumper. You're, yeah, you're getting a bumper. And so yeah. um, John ended up uh, getting the bumper and mm-hmm. running second and got sideways, and Chris Fleming finished finished him off at that point, mm-hmm. spun him out, and um, – and and so uh, took him out uh, of of that. Uh, but great great racing, good time, um, Peter. You're right. Just the winning burnout from Jonathan John Boy yes, Brown. I've never John seen Boy. any burnout quite like that before. I mean, smoked I, him. He left March on the track that I don't think will be gone by next year. Yeah. I mean, it was quite impressive. I thought he was going to literally burn his whole car to the ground. Yeah, it definitely uh, it definitely was a, a burnout worthy of, of national television were, were that what yeah. was going on at the moment. It's too bad it wasn't because that was pretty – if you're into burnouts, that was probably a 9.8 out of 10. It smelled amazing, uh, well. too. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the backstretch, so it didn't get that far for me, but uh, – you, I guess you got it and turned one pretty good. Um, where were you? you were up on the spotter stand? Yeah, I was up in the spotter stand for that deal. So I, you know, I had my view of it. How did you sure. end up? You're like you spot for like 28 guys like, <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. How do you how do you do all this? Like you have you go to a track and you have a guy in every division. Sometimes it feels like. Yeah, I was at the. Uh, I got to do a lot of spotting this year. Um, it was a lot of fun. We had Danny Bone, obviously, at Bowman Gray. Worked with him a whole season. Um, and then How Justice, did you get hooked up with Bad to the Bone? Uh, so we're both from New Jersey. So I, we've always oh. kind of known of each other, uh, just racing around up there. Okay. Um, however, it just kind of came connected because Danny had asked Spencer to spot – Spencer Boyd to spot oh. that first – the first yes. 200 lapper of the year. Yes. And uh, Spencer didn't want that kind of responsibility. So he <laughs> called me and said, hey, I know you've done this. Like, can you come do this? Or do you want to come do this? I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? And then, you know, 200 laps at Bowman Gray. What could go wrong, right? Everything and, can go wrong. Yeah. So we qualified fourth and finished second. And Danny was like, you want to do the other races? I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Let's so you, do it. You spotted them all year. So you were spotting mm-hmm. them the night he hopped the fence. That was the only race I didn't spot because oh, see? so I was in Pocono because Danny had come from the truck race at Pocono. I see. Okay. And I didn't get on the charter flight back. I stayed up with my family. So that was the only race that I missed was the race where he hopped the fence. So that's the only credit I tell him every week is like <laughs> the one week I wasn't there. Everyone saw the bottom of your car. So <laughs> um, so it was a rough week. I mean, that pretty much took him out of championship contention. It did. But got a win out of it bunch of second place finishes and we had a good year yeah so it was a good time uh good night saturday night at uh, bowman gray a lot of fun as always their season now over for another year um so uh, we'll keep you um up to date on what the schedule is for next year because any of y'all who are uh going to be in this area while they're racing really need to get there and uh absolutely and go check out a race uh bowman gray com if you want to uh, go to their website and just uh, poke around or just go to youtube and type in bowman gray stadium uh 
and um, you'll uh, you'll you'll get more than uh, enough video to uh, oh, yeah. last you the winter. So the amount gonna, of TikToks that yes, come out of that oh, place. We're going to set aside <laughs> for sure. We'll come back. NASCAR's up next with Motorsports Madness continues. Milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. A Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. Sweet home Alabama, welcome back to Motorsports Madness presented by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. We'll tell you more about them later. Uh, Hunter Smith is our guest yeah, in the I have studio a, tonight. I have a question for Hunter. You do? Yes. Okay. I know recently, I know he, he not only is he a, a fit stop, you know, performance 
guy, obviously. Um, <laughs> he owns a company. <laughs> he owns a company. Um, I fitness guy is what I was going to say. But he, he's also he's also yes. quite the carter. He he races the NQ carts. Oh, and yeah. he recently picked up a new sponsor for yeah. his NQ cart. I didn't hear this. Yeah. Oh. So uh, Joey Gase. Oh wait, how do I know this and you don't? <laughs> what the heck is going on in the world? I don't know. Social media, man. Um, Shh, yeah. So so I'm gonna run a couple. <laughs> Too busy working. <laughs> I'm gonna run a couple of races with Joey Gase in the DNQ karting series. So just go have some fun. Get back on the get back in, in a seat of a race car and uh, Mike D's Barbecue uh, out of Durham, North Carolina is gonna be our. One of our primary sponsors. We have a couple more that we're working on, and I might do some other stuff next year. But who knows? So we're it's, gonna how work does, on that. How do you get a barbecue sponsor out of Durham to sponsor you at, 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 in kart racing that takes place in Salisbury? So Mike D loves racing. Oh. <laughs> Mike D likes racing. And barbecue. And, no, and, I feel like there's a subliminal thing here where all of his all of his customers are going to become Fitstop clients after they eat the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> it's like job security for me, but uh, yeah. So we'll have some fun with that. Just leave the business cards exactly. Out the yeah, put one in every single uh, <laughs> barbecue sandwich that gets sold. Yeah. So our next Fitstop business uh, card. Uh, our next race will be uh, September sixth at Ardell County Fairgrounds. Um, oh, well, there's, a, there's a demo derby yeah. that weekend too. Yeah, well, is that all the race that I'm going to be in? I think, I think it's well, the probably, exact same deal. <laughs> all the races on Facebook is advertised yeah. as a demo derby. Now, what happens before that? I yeah. don't know. But, so all um, the races at the Iredell County Fairgrounds are demo derbies. Yeah, I've not. I've only been there to watch one time in my life. So we'll see. The track is the size of the coffee mug that uh, <laughs> that I'm no drinking water out of. Yeah, I'm ready. But uh, we'll no, it's fun. fun. It's 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 a cool place. You'll yeah. enjoy that. We'll have some fun. That's awesome. Good yeah. for you getting back behind the wheel a little bit when I can. Yeah. yeah, it it gives me a reason to not get out of shape. Like, you know what I mean? It it keeps me going too. It gives me motivation. Being an right. example for your clients is not a big enough reason. <laughs> that's that's a good reason. Yeah, I but mean, you know, do you know how many times you're driving home and you're like, uh you know, a salad doesn't sound that great today, but, yeah. you know, you got to do it anyway. Barbecue so, sounds great to me. Yeah, I, was yeah, I mean, I'm sponsored <laughs> I'm by really a barbecue <laughs> company now. Like that's, <laughs> Man. And I, I just got word that I had a package delivered to my house today that is from Mike D. So I'm excited to see. Well, he'll have dinner when he gets home. What, uh, he, what he might have sent out. It'll probably so. be cold by then, but maybe it's like a live pig running around in his front yard or oh something. I'd love that. You have to kill it first, <laughs> then you can use it. Okay. Wow. So we'll get to... Uh, We'll talk the about the fitness talk. before the meal. Yes. Yeah. Let's get back yeah. on track here. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually <laughs> a great idea. I want to talk to uh, Hunter more in the next uh, portion of the show about uh, his fitness and, um, and, and racing and all of that. But I uh, want to get to some discussion about uh, NASCAR because, um, boy, we certainly had our share. Uh, we'll start with the Cup Series at Michigan where Kyle Larson uh, – no, actually, Kyle Larson didn't win. Uh, <laughs> Ryan Blaney ended up winning. Um, and He won, but it wasn't Michigan. Yeah. Kyle Larson. He won the BC39. Yes. Oh, uh, that's that's true. True. I was like waiting for that. Yeah. But we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Don't, he I'm did easily w- confused if you haven't figured out the he last – He did win, just not the race we're talking about. Yes. So Ryan Blaney gets the win, and w- – Guys, I, I'm I'm interested in the fact that as we get closer to the playoffs, I mean Daytona's next and then we're off and running at Darlington, I'm interested in some discussion about the fact that we saw Ryan I mean, it wasn't as though he lucked into this. He was fast. Mm-hmm. Um and we know that as dominant as the Hendrick cars have been much of the year. 
we know that in the beginning and the end of the year, we see the Penske cars just sneak up. Now, we'll get to Brad Kozlowski in a minute because there's a whole other point of discussion with him. Um, but, you know, you got Joey and you, and you got Ryan. Um, I mean, I'll start with Randy and we'll just go around the table. Do we see a Penske reemergence in the playoffs such that we could see one or more of those cars in the championship four? Well, if you look at Michigan, I mean, Michigan is obviously the, one of the most high-speed racetracks outside of those restrictor plate or, you know, I guess whatever you want to call super them, speedway. super speedway tracks. Um, so the measuring stick this year has been Kyle Larson and Hendrick Motorsports. So when you beat those guys, you've beat, you've done something. Um, and so the fact that Ryan Blaney, I mean, obviously the Penske cars are fast, and, and I feel like you go to that track and it's like, well, I mean, obviously they're really, really fast because that's a really fast track. So um, I don't know that you're going to see a resurgence because, I mean, you know, Penske or Hendrick only takes about one week off, you know, a month, and then they're <laughs> right back on track again. So I feel like that was their one mulligan that they were going to have. But, I mean, in any event, I mean, you never know. The playoffs always bring about, you know, changes and stuff like that. So who knows? Penske could be a dominant Peter, force. Peter, did you say Hendrick took a week off? They took a week off. I was going to say. I mean, from winning. Well, that's true, but at the same time, I was going to say it wasn't like they completely disappeared, Peter. They were you had two of them fighting. They didn't win. That's that's breaking news. They didn't win. Well, two of them were fighting for the win, and three of them really could have won between Larson, Elliott, and Byron. Yeah, I mean they were definitely the fastest. Can a Pesky car make the championship four? Absolutely. We saw Joey Logano make the perfect playbook to win the championship a couple years ago by winning once in the regular season, and then winning the two most important playoff races at Martinsville and that finale to get the championship. So absolutely one, two, or even three Pensy cars can make the championship four at Phoenix. It's just a matter of the right place, right time, and peaking at the right race. Did the word final just kind of get caught somewhere in there? You <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a reboot. Uh, Noah, can you speak better than that? Yeah, okay. uh, well, I'm going to try unless Chris cuts my mic off again, which is <laughs> very likely. Him. But um, yeah, I don't know. I I just I don't see it. Uh, he's getting. <laughs> you got to anticipate that happening. I, I did. I saw it. But uh, yeah. Anyway, Pinsky. I don't see it honestly um, because you know even though that Ryan kind of snuck his way. Yeah, he was up there. Yeah, he was fast, but he really didn't. He didn't lead any laps until he got to the lead, and then. That's the late race cautions where they didn't get strung out enough to really have much of a battle for the top side. I mean, there was a close finish with William Byron at the end, um, but I still think it should have been a Hendrick car in victory lane if we didn't see all the string of cautions and things like that. Um, but I just I don't see it for Penske, and, and they've been kind of off. I still I still need to see more before I can say that I'd solidly put either of those cars in the championship four. At this point right now, I think they'd all be out by the round of eight. It didn't hurt that Kyle Busch punted him 50 feet ahead of everybody else. Yeah, no. Start, so. It's no secret either that clean air was so important right. at a track like Michigan with the mm-hmm. package they had. Absolutely. So, I mean, you saw William Byron or Kyle Larson try to make moves, and they would just arrow stall out or get so arrow tight the second they got to Blaney's bumper, and then they would have to restart that run all over again. So you talk about Penske car making the playoffs and whatnot. I or making the final four at least, I, I think you're going to see one, but I think it's going to be the 22. You know, Joey just always consistently finds his way in there, and the 12 is hit or miss, and obviously the two's been hit or miss this year. So I think if you're looking at a Penske car to get as far as the final four, I think they'll all be in that round of eight. I think you can consistently say they'll all be round of eight, but I think final four is going to come down to Logano bringing the Penske brigade in there. I'm not so sure that either one of them are going to be in the round of eight, but mm, I wow. do think that two or the, two of the three could be in the final four. And I think, look, Todd Gordon is on his way out as crew chief. He wants to go out a champion. Wait. They finally solved their mystery 
and got a win at, at a track where, you know, they needed a win. And I think that Ryan could take that momentum straight through Daytona into the playoffs. Now, did you say you didn't think they were they could make it to the round of eight, but you also thought that two of the three could be in the final four? Yeah, I was pointing out that <laughs> oh, it, it's it going to go either way. Okay, yeah, okay. I think, I see. I, I'm not sure either one of them will be okay. Uh, make it. No, you know, I know you've been missing for the last several listen, weeks, but Matt is not our strong suit right here. So don't forget too, this is Ryan Blaney's first he, career season with more than one. More win. than one win. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He finally broke into the multi-win tier and wasn't at a super speedway. Right. Well, with this package, is Michigan kind of like a diet speedway? Yeah, it's like a diet speedway. I'll yeah. give you that. Yeah. That's a, that's a perfect example. Super yeah. but speedway it, light. Yesterday reminded me a lot with with Blaney. Uh, <laughs> Less but, calories, same great taste. Yeah, exactly. I'm all for that. But uh, well, yes, win is a win, so yeah, I mean, technically. <laughs> if they could only figure out how to do that with french fries, I'd be a great champion. Oh, I know, right? About it. Um, yeah. Listen, Tom, I, we need to go I think Joey – I think Joey's still well in this, and and I I think I would say this has been more of a Ford problem this year than yeah. I would say just a Penske problem because they're mm-hmm. Penske's leading the Ford charge this year still, in my opinion. Stuart Haas for the most part's been way yeah. off, and you know Roush has been trying, but they've had their moments. But for the most part, and but, and, and then of course you had uh, front row with McDowell, but yeah. but yeah, you're right. I mean, absolutely as a whole, the entire Ford organization of of cars has been off there's not been one team that has been consistent you know penske's up there competing week in week out for top tens we're used to seeing them win yeah they're the best and they can they can only make bottom half of top look at stuart haas i mean last year kevin won nine races and this year he's won for some reason even though i constantly tell him uh that kevin's not really doing well this weekend peter picked kevin last weekend (laughs) Well, like, listen. <laughs> it wasn't a terrible pick at Michigan, but um, yeah, it just didn't pan out. So yeah, very interesting to me um, the the whole Ford situation. But I feel like the I mean the playoffs it's it's basically one and in advance. So yeah. you know if you have a, a moment like Blaney had, you know in in the playoff race, you're in the next round. It doesn't yep. matter, you know what you do in the other two. Mm-hmm. So um, to me, this is a very this presents a very interesting scenario here. Now, uh, we'll again in the in the next segment we'll get into the whole Brad Keselowski Austin Dillon situation because it was kind of strange. But um, Brad's the one I feel like is out of the three, in my opinion, is the least likely to make it to the round of eight, just because it just seems like there's there's a there's, there's something there. wrong in the two yeah, the two teams somewhere. So um, going to be interesting to see where we go here uh, with the four teams into the playoffs. But certainly, I think we get to Daytona here again. It's anybody's game, and you know that's what I love about Daytona finishing up. The uh, the regular season is that um, this is a race anybody can win. So if you it, you know if you're if you're either uh, of the um, RCR cars at the moment, hmm. not totally safe. How to be a great dad in fifteen seconds? Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Whew. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. 
automotive technicians, and auto service trainees. How would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcoming. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Tonight. That um, reminded me of the Geico commercial. You know the Geico commercial where he's like riding the motorcycle. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, definitely uh, missing Dusty Hill already. The bass player for ZZ Top passed away recently, and uh, gosh, hard to believe. Um, but uh, okay, welcome back to Motorsports Madness, presented by MyComputerCareer.edu. Tom Baker, Randy Miller, Peter Strada, Noah Lewis, Chris Murdoch, our producer, and Hunter Smith in studio um, as our special guest or guest host. And talking cup and Michigan and going into playoffs. And the fun part about me is I'm silent because Hunter has my mic, so Noah never knows when I'm going to strike. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, Chris just walks around and grabs yeah, the mic. I know. I love how he just ran over to Peter and grabbed the mic. <laughs> He's yeah. a mobile producer. Chris was lucky I was yeah. looking yeah. at something else. He can do it. He's the producer. So, Did you hear that? That was a threat that Peter just provided there. No, no. So cut his threat. mic. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> okay, so um, playoffs, and we were we mentioned Austin Dillon and Brad Keselowski at the, at the end of the last segment, and uh, <laughs> so they had a little problem on the track, and um, pop pop. Richard Childress wasn't necessarily too happy. Um, he said something we can't repeat on the show. Yeah, because um, we like you, uh, and we we want to be back on the air next next show. Um, but he didn't say hold my watch, which was probably good. But he did he did go um, have a conversation with uh, the uh, the folks in the uh, pit box for the two car. And I don't know. Um, the interesting thing is, while he was fuming and doing that. His his driver was apologizing, um, so I I really don't know what to make of all of that. Um, to me, this was sort of just kind of a goofy racing deal. I mean, they were both practically off the track, um, and it seemed like Austin came up to try to get on the track, and Brad was there, and you know, it just resulted in um, as DW used to like to say, a horrendous crash, um, and you know. <laughs> It was it, given that Austin and his teammate Tyler Reddick are the ones fighting for the last playoff spot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll start with Noah. I mean, the, the, is this anything? I mean, do we just sort of bury this and go forward, or is this uh, is this something that could be an interesting situation at Daytona to watch? Yeah, I mean, the only interesting part I feel that. Uh, we should watch is just trying to see what Austin can do at Daytona in terms of coming back from it. But in terms of him and Brad and their situation, I don't think that it's going to progress any further. Um, just because, like you said, it was kind of a racing deal where yeah. Austin was coming up, and for some reason, you know, Brad was still going a little lower than I thought he would be going at that point, for, especially for sixth in a stage. But regardless, it's a part of the package there. You really got to side draft a guy back, and I guess Brad thought that he could and and would make it to the line first or at least try to and they came together but you and right away austin was very resentful in the fact of he was like i'm sorry guys i'm sorry and 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 how he came up and and obviously we heard brad's audio and brad was like oh my god i mean he was just like really upset with the fact that he had done that and and gotten you know intertwined with austin so both drivers on either side. Obviously, RC is going to be really mad because that's not only his grandson that almost went flying, but that's his equipment that went flying through the air. Yeah. So, um, and at the point that they are in points, it's a little tough. But uh, but I think that they'll move on past that in terms of the drivers. And then also late race, Tyler Reddick had that spin. That- <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Reddick also had that spin late race that didn't result in a caution, surprisingly. So he finished twenty nine. So both RCR cars left Michigan not finishing strong. So the points are only 25 entering Daytona, which is nothing really for either driver. I think Austin's going to be more upset if he doesn't make the playoffs, you know, after the wreck. I mean, obviously the wreck, you know, had playoff implications because he was in, I believe, right before the wreck. Yeah, he was. He was was tied. Yeah, so um, now he's 25 points behind his teammate Tyler Reddick in a must-win situation at a track where anybody can win. So I feel like if he comes out of Daytona in the playoffs, it'll be a done deal. But if he doesn't make the playoffs because of this accident, then Brad better watch it in the playoffs. See, I don't know. After you apologize and take, and take at least partial blame. I don't know that you get to come back and then get retaliation. Yeah. Well, it, later. I guess it depends <laughs> on if something else happens. If I make the playoffs, then yeah. we're good. If I don't, yeah. then you're, I'm coming for you. <laughs> I'm retracting my apology. Yeah, um, you have to look at the fact the three was undoubtedly. I thought the three was the car to beat early yesterday. Yeah. Absolutely, he, he was fast. Yeah, like he certainly one of the best. Not sitting there saying he would have won the race or nothing, but 
he had a fast car, and he did. You know, capitalizing sure on the did. misfortune of the eight and whatever could have gone, and you know, could have had a lot different outcome than than they had. Well, you know, and a, and a lot of people have a lot to say about Austin, and and you know, and and they did they did about Ty too, but. You know, look, Austin's won enough races now, and and you can say all you want, but to me, you know, he belongs in that car, and he he's capable. When he has a car that's capable of running in the front, he runs up front. Yeah, and so you know, I think RCR this year has really achieved a different level of consistency, mm-hmm. Noah, and and um, that's why they're fighting for the last playoff spot, and either one of them. Could go in Daytona. They both won at Daytona. Of course, Austin's won the 500. Um, Either one of them could do this. And so this really sets up an incredible scenario here because um, it really could come down to either one winning or either one getting in a big wreck or both of them getting in a big wreck. Yeah, and if both of them get in a big wreck, then it could come down to both of them being out, you know, because they're not really going to be touch points-wise, but we have so many people... Uh, right behind that cutoff that are that are tracking and, and right. good super speedway racers. Matt Benedetto, Chris Busher, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. I mean, there are guys back there that are be, are going to be chomping at the bit to yep. get that win and get in. And so uh, it's going to be interesting to see if that doesn't even become the storyline because, you know, we could come out of Daytona and not even be talking about their point situation because both of them are knocked out. But you're right, RCR has found a new consistency, and they had a lot of ch- off, you know changes in the off season that I think uh, have, have put toward that. Um, also, while we're on the cup subject, um, announcement was made that Eric Jones would return for year number two in the 43 car for Richard Petty Motorsports. Another great super speedway racer. Yes, another great super speedway racer. and Overall pe- good decision, though. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, people were saying, well, but he's going back to a ride that he didn't really do much with this year. It's a whole new ball game yep. next year. It's a brand new race car. Nobody yeah. knows how that's going to be. Um, and I think it gives an opportunity for the gap to be closed. And somebody like Eric, um, who is a really good driver, um, it's a whole different driving style, too. And, and I think um, Smooth is going to be fast with that car. So it's going to be really interesting. I think he could step it up. You guys were just mentioning how many changes RCR has made in the offseason. People often forget that Petty car is an RCR affiliate car. That car comes from the campus in Welcome, North yes. Carolina. And mm-hmm. just think of all the RCR affiliate cars, whether it's Colleague, whether it's Trackhouse. They've all really impressed at times yeah, this year. And so the 43 is certainly one of them. And with the next-gen car, with how much... RCR was involved in the early development of this chassis, of this car. I mean, truly, the ceilings, the sky's the limit for them. I also feel like, too, you know, again, people are saying, well, why did he go back there? Well, I, I don't know that he had a better offer. Right. I mean, it's a <laughs> it's full-time like, cup ride. There's way more stay. drivers than cars for next year. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, I yeah. think some people just have to sort of stop and think, well, if he'd had... You know, if Joe just, Gibbs or somebody would have called him, I'm sure yeah. well, it's where he left. But you know what I'm saying? If an elite team would have called, I'm sure yeah. he'd be talking to him. You yeah. Know? But you got to think. I mean, he's got to go into this season even more excited than last season when he had to make that Gibbs right. to to uh, Richard Petty switch because now, like you, like we've talked about, it's just this equal playing field. We don't really know what we're going to see, and so he's got to have some confidence going into next season, thinking, hey, you know. We might be a lot better off than we were this season. And this season, he's not done bad. He's actually impressed in that car a number of weeks. So, 
Yeah, I I think uh, I think that's a that's definitely a car that could elevate next year just because of the brand new car. I think uh, Eric's a very capable driver, and they've got talent. The, the, what that team lacks is the big sponsors to have the big resources to be able to have all that you know that time uh, and and the things that um, that that the elite teams are able to to do with changing parts out and such. So mm-hmm. when the costs drop for next year and everybody only gets seven cars and you're not changing parts out quite as much, you know, everything's kind of specked out for you. That could be a huge advantage, um, to, to give the smaller teams a shot. So, um, glad to, uh, to, to see that he's back in that car for next year. Um, okay. So I want to get to, um, the Xfinity series because again, AJ Allman Dinger has just, I couldn't resist. It's cheap, but I couldn't resist. Um, AJ Allmendinger again, two in a row. And you know what? I don't even feel like this is, AJ could win any race or every race the rest of the year. This wasn't a road course. Do you you think AJ's the first true title threat against Austin Sindrick going into this playoffs? Well, I mean, I would say that you would have to consider him right up there right now. He's the hottest hand. I've said it from day one. When when they announced that AJ would be full-time in that 16 car this year, uh, he was my title favorite, and to this day is. I think he, over Austin Sindrick, I think AJ is the one that's going to go knock out the Xfinity Championship between road courses, and now he's figuring it out on ovals. That was all he needed. And then just think about that second-to-last race, Martinsville. He's nearly won two, three, four cup races there. He'll yeah. be yeah. certainly a favorite in the Xfinity card. 100%. There. Right, and that that program is firing on all cylinders, and I talked about this, and we'll talk about it, I'm sure, with Josh Berry in a few minutes, is uh, is just that momentum run. And, and coming off of that cup win, and gosh, how excited he was after just the Xfinity win. I mean, AJ's going to be excited to win in general, but you could tell he had that extra oomph because he's like, man, that's two in a row, you know, at, at different places and in different series. So uh, I think that, that momentum high is really going to carry them, and I really hope that they continue to succeed in Daytona because I think it could take them a long way. Yeah, the momentum is a big thing, but there's there's also positivity in, or power and positivity too. You know, the, that team, we talk about it all the time. Yes. Matt Colleg and Chris yep. Rice and everybody in that organization is always upbeat, always positive, always keeping their guys motivated by saying something nice or doing something nice or just you know giving a motivational speech and keeping those guys you know upbeat about everything no matter how low of a, of a day they have it's always you know they always turn around and put a positive spin on things and i think morale plays a huge role in the success of that team it's leadership yep. it's leadership and it's very positive leadership um that that team just really enjoys being together and it shows um justin haley has not been the kind of threat lately that we had hoped that he would be this year after a year in which you know he had a shot at the championship um but Justin Haley still has time to be that threat. We're going into the playoffs and subtracts where I think Justin's going to do well. Um, Daytona. Uh, well, obviously, Daytona <laughs> this week starts that. That's a wild card where anybody can do well. But I believe that Justin Haley still can get right back in the thick of this. He Again, he just needs a positive outcome. He said it just hasn't uh, been there for him lately. But it's going to be it's going to get very interesting um, to me in the Xfinity series 
down the stretch here because I don't believe Austin Cedric is a clear-cut favorite right now. I think there are several. I think AJ is certainly in there. Um, you know, I think you got to throw Justin Allgaier in there. Yep. And we haven't even gotten to talk about Josh Berry yet. We're going to do that here um, in the next segment because I want to highlight Josh's run in that one car because he really did a nice job filling in for Michael Annette, got a fourth-place finish, and Josh certainly deserves um, some uh, conversation and can't wait to see him full-time in this series next year for Junior Motorsports running for the championship. Back with more of the show in a moment. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color Correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, and now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed. Ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So I stop in a local bar, you know, people. I go to the bar. I rent my coat. I call a bartender. So look, man, come down here. You got down there. So what you want? I want. 
Just drink responsibly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that's what we all had before the show started. That's but, what uh, Josh Berry might have celebrated with it's after just his water fourth in my place finish uh, in the Xfinity race the other day. One bourbon, one scotch, and one beer. A little lonesome George Thurgood there. Um, happy for uh, Josh to get that fourth place. As I started to talk about at the end of this last segment, um, Noah, Josh Berry filling in for Michael Annette in the one and takes the car and darn near wins the race with it. This it's it this he looked like a guy who just got a full time job for next year or something. Yeah, you know what? I think he might have actually done that. They announced yeah. obviously that uh he's going full time racing in the eight car next season for junior motorsports. But yeah, man, it was so great to see that one car that we're used to seeing in the top ten run up front and contend for that race win. And of course anytime it's Josh, especially at a big track where you think of him as just a short track guy, well he's he's showing them that uh, he's gonna be a big threat next year everywhere. Hunter, you've watched him an awful lot on the short tracks. He kind of did look like short track Josh at the big track of Michigan. Yeah, it did. I mean, that. if anybody was questioning Junior Motorsports, I don't think anybody was, but if anybody was questioning Junior Motorsports' move to bring him full-time next year, he shot down everybody's, you know, questioning at Michigan this weekend. You know, we were sitting in the trailer at Bowman Gray with it on our phones watching, and, and you know, it was awesome to see see Josh up there and get the opportunity that he had, so... Pretty cool. Ran the triple header. Yeah, he got a lot of check done this Yeah, absolutely. Lots of lots of track time between Gateway and Michigan for both races. So and did well in every race. Is he a fit stop performance guy? We've had conversations. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's. Oh, I can leave it at I that. Was, I was yeah. making a little joke. But Josh and I have have talked. Um, you know, but hmm. nothing nothing set in stone yet. Interesting. He's waiting yeah. on that signing. He's going to be a full time guy next year. I know. Yeah. He's going to need a little bit of uh, some training and yeah. some barbecue. We got to go to Josh Blueberry wow. instead of Josh Bowberry. Yeah. We got to switch. <laughs> <laughs> we got to switch that up a little bit. But yeah. Oh, <laughs> We're, uh, we got to. We got to get that in there. Start but. with the barbecue at Allure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's good stuff. I don't. I don't even know how to follow that. So you know what? <laughs> you don't have to. I'm not even going to try. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with more right after these words. From Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. 
Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one Internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. <laughs> Boy, you never know where the music's going tonight. Uh, all over the musical map on tonight's show, thanks to uh, Murdoch. Uh, okay, uh, <laughs> welcome back to Motorsports Madness. Tom Baker and Randy Miller and Peter Strada and Noah Lewis and our special guest Hunter Smith Ooh. and Justice and uh, Murdoch working on the now production side. <laughs> <sighs> now. If you are looking for a career, whether it's a first, a third, a fifth, doesn't matter. If you're looking for a change in career, you want to do something more, maybe a change of pace or just more substantial or do something that uh, could be a, uh, a new direction for you, mycomputercareer.edu may have your answer. IT is still a growing field, will probably keep growing right, right through the 20s and into the 2030s, for that matter. Everything's going computer. So uh, my computer career is IT training, and here's how simple this is. You, first of all, there's financial aid available if you qualify. Second, you should know that uh, you can train in as little as one to two days a week online. You don't even have to go to one of their campuses anymore. And in as little as four to six months, you could be out in your field with a better life and a better job. Um, they are mentors. They are not just teachers or professors. They walk right alongside of you through your journey and put you in position to succeed. And then when you're ready to go into the workforce, they actually work with hundreds of employers to get you placed. So this is really, uh, you don't have to be a math or science nerd. You don't even have to be a computer nerd. Mycomputercareer.edu is an excellent way to put yourself on a path to a better life. And again, financial aid available if you qualify, including the GI Bill. Just go to their website, mycomputercareer.edu, 
and take a look and take the free career evaluation test. See if you think it might be for you. And if it is, then uh, go ahead and get in on the training and get out and get on to that better life that you so deserve. Okay, we are going to step aside once again. But when we come back, we're going to talk to Hunter Smith about fitness and fitness in motorsports specifically. And we've got more conversation about racing as well. Back in a moment. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green lights. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Wow. 
change of pace. Yeah, I Again, I sit all over the musical map, and we keep going. <laughs> next uh, next break, it'll be like a jazz thing or something. I really thought Noah was going to hit that high note there. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about it. I'm really glad he didn't because he'd never probably ever speak the same way again. I was actually – Noah missed the whole uh, Menomina thing that we did a couple of weeks ago. That oh, that's fun. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, um, the last song, it just made me want to, like, hold my coffee cup of water. Have to, you'll have to catch up on the, uh, the shows you missed. <laughs> for find the, him in the corner. Menomina. Uh, find him in the corner in a phenomena that we did. Feudal position crying. Yes. That's it. Menomina. Okay. Truck series in action at Gateway. And again, you know, Sheldon Creed comes up big when it's time to come up big. Noah um, goes and gets himself a win. Obviously, a uh, little momentum as the playoffs start for the truck series. Um, beats out Crafton and Rhodes. Thorsport a good day. Johnny Sauter fifth with a new crew chief. He and the 66 truck swapped crew chiefs for this week just as a trial run and seemed to work well for Sauter, responded with a top five finish. Uh, not so well for Ty Majeski, but it had nothing to do with the crew chief. It was just um, more bad luck. Yeah, you know, like you mentioned, Sheldon Curry getting the win here and, and showing back up. And we know Sheldon is going to be there. He has been there. He's been consistent throughout the season, had some bad luck here and there. Uh, but really, it's been the John Hunter Nemechek show, which yeah. one thing that we didn't mention there is not much of Nemechek uh, at Gateway and, and not that great of a finish for him as well uh, to what we're used to seeing. And so... Um, you know, it, it definitely, you're right, it is the perfect time for Sheldon Creed to start surging back up to the front and, and winning races and dominating races. Like we saw, 142 laps led. Um, you know, it's it's creating quite a showing, I think, for the Truck Series playoffs that we're about to get into because we got guys like Ben Rhodes that are still there, and we got Sheldon Creed, and, and now we got John Hernemacek that kind of was off his mark, and it's not the time you want to be off your mark. I might point out that was the playoff opener yeah, <laughs> exactly. over the weekend. It was the playoff opener and a marathon playoff opener with an hour-long <laughs> red flag for a oh power outage, which, yeah. what are the odds of that happening? But, of course, it fire. happened because it was a full moon Friday night. Fire. Yeah, full moon Friday night. It surely was. That was, uh, that was a strange race, I feel like. But, um, I mean, Randy, can we, can we make anything out of the fact that um, the Thor Sport trucks, after struggling so bad for the most part this season, Ben Rhodes is the one that's really been the contender. But um, after all of that... Uh, you get a top five run for three out of the uh, out of the trucks, and do we make something of that of, of a momentum in Daytona? Or I mean, obviously it's a toss up at Daytona, but what do you make of that for the playoff run? Well, I mean, you know, obviously we talk about momentum being you know everything, especially when it comes to the playoffs. But it's great to see a crack in the armor of somebody like John Hunter yep. Nemechek because all season long, it's like Noah said, it's been you know KBM all the way. So when he has a bad week and you see these guys, you know, like Matt Crafton and Stuart Friesen having a good week, and you're like, yes, but then you're like, oh, wait a minute, it's because John Henry Mitchell, you know, lost power, literally. Mm-hmm. And, you know, <laughs> next week it'll be right back to being dominant again, you know, or, or he would probably think that. So, I mean, it's great to see these guys up front, but I, 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 I hesitate to say, you know, these guys are all going to be in contention because as soon as John Henry Mitchell turns the power back on, um, you know, <laughs> they'll be gone and we'll be right back to square one again. Yeah, it's. It's been interesting to watch the truck series over this season because you have to figure the truck series, and I'm probably going to get looked at funny, but the truck series is the most competitive series in all of NASCAR right now. Um, You have to look at the top 20. You have five GMS trucks. You have three KBM trucks. You have uh, 
three or four niche trucks depending on the week. Like the top twenty is DGR um, name Thor Sport. Like there's five. Like the top twenty is taken up by mm-hmm. solid contenders every single week. Um, so it's been interesting to see that. And Matt Crafton has proved in the past couple of years that he can't ever be counted out. <laughs> um, so you know it's interesting to see all those guys, you know, showing up. And KBM as a whole did not really show up to gateway you know like they all had dismal nights yeah Derek Griffith in his debut I felt horrible for him I did too you know I he had a lot of promise and I still think he does but oh um, but you know just just a bad luck and like you said the weird weird night out in uh Madison Illinois (laughs) it was just different for me um Chase Purdy has finished sixth one of the GMS trucks we haven't Talked uh, much about for a lot of the year, but Chase had a nice run. And give Haley Deegan some credit. She raced to seventh place. Absolutely. In her um, truck. And and I feel like she kind of made a statement with Mm -hmm. that, too. And and I think that she's made a couple statements this season at different places. um, And then kind of had something go wrong. Sometimes out of her control. I mean, there was that one race, I believe, where she was running like sixth and contending around Kansas, around the top five. And then they came down pit road and something happened with one of the changers. And then they had to come back down and then there was a penalty. And so it just like screwed that whole night up to where she was going to maybe have a top five running. Um, But I really think it's going to be so good for Haley to be back in the truck series full time next season. And, uh, and have that experience from this season, plus practice and qualifying that we're going to see next season because that's going to help her tremendously. She's already showing. Practice and qualifying, like you said, is the, I think the big thing with Haley Deegan. Many truck races this year have had 40 trucks. They've been a full field, and she's not finished outside the top 31. So that may not sound like a lot, but for a driver with as little experience and full-body trucks like her, that is some uh, noteworthy accomplishment. That, is she confirmed back full time in the truck series next year? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think confirmed. she's. Well, there's been talk of some Xfinity, but I would have yeah. to think her plan is to run a full time. She would, yeah. Schedule I would think she would run a full time truck and part time ex- Xfinity. Hopefully, part time yeah, Xfinity yeah. at the latter part of the yeah. year. So right That's what I would think. And that finish that she had was the third best finish by a woman in the truck series of all time, but. I should point out, the other two were at Daytona. Yeah, exactly. So, as far as I'm concerned, to me, I think this is a different level accomplishment for yeah, her sure. because, obviously, Daytona is just a whole different deal. Yep. And so, I don't want to you know, diminish that, but just saying that I think uh, what Haley did is a bit higher level. Carson... Hosevar, eighth place, hanging in there in the 42. He's had a, a sneaky good season for Nice. Austin Wayne Self, ninth, and Jack Wood gets his first top 10 in the uh, 24 car for uh, GMS. And again, I think Jack's a driver that's uh, not gotten a lot of attention necessarily, but I think he's a driver with a lot of talent that we could, um, if we if we get him full-time next year, we could see some real good runs out of him, Randy. Yeah, and I mean, GMS as a whole, you know, we talked about they've been sort of kind of quiet this year. I mean, off. you know, yeah, yeah, something's been off with that whole team this year. So, you know, right now, Zane is on the outside of the of the round of eight. You know, if, if we went to the playoffs with the next round right now, Zane would be out, and so would yeah. Chandler Smith. So, 
I but mean, it was only the first race. Right, it's only the first right. race. But, you know, I mean, anything can happen. We got Darlington up next. So, I mean, that's another track that's, you know, consistently that's right. weird. That's right. The trucks so, aren't at. Uh, yeah, they're not at. It's not a good night to be named Smith, that's for sure. That's very true. That is very, very true. Um, well, Hunter, how was your night? Yeah. <laughs> it was great. We had two fit stop guys in the top twenty, so, so we were we were okay with that. It almost not a, it, not a good it, gateway night. For yeah, exactly. Yeah, we yeah. were okay with that. It, it ended in Madison, Illinois. So the track where he was, his driver had a good finish. Exactly. So that's yeah. uh, that's what matters. Is his result. Hunter's result was, was good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where all it was. It, an uh, Illinois car, so all it. Bowman Gray. But yeah, it's uh, I. I think that, that, again, it shows the drivers we're talking about. Now, obviously, you would say, perhaps, that because other drivers had some bad luck, some of these drivers we just talked about had um, better finishes. But the reality is that, uh, again, all of these trucks were fast. And that was a tight race all the way through. I should uh, give a nod to Stuart Friesen, too, because Stuart finished fourth, and I feel like that team's starting to come around just in time for the playoffs. That's a win for him. You know, so that's a, a situation that uh, could be very interesting as it goes forward. Uh, and I think we covered basically the entire top ten there. So yeah, Darlington next up um, for the uh, truck series, and always an interesting uh, scenario. We didn't even mention because he wasn't in the top ten. Uh, we didn't mention Todd Gilliland, and we also didn't mention Austin Hill. And there's two guys right there that I think are going to be solid championship contenders as we go forward here. Okay, uh, when we come back, we're going to talk fitness with our fitness guy, Hunter Smith from Fit Stop Performance. More of the show next. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot left, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed. Ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents. Vehicle dynamics and feedback. Skid control and skid recovery. Threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. 
know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Definitely not jazz, guys. <laughs> you know what's cool about that song? Keep going, Chris. Bam a lamp. Bam a You know you know what's cool about the song? Back back when I was racing dirt cars, um, I, I raced street stock cars and we had theme songs that we came out to and that was the our theme song. Yes. So it always got us fired up. Somebody I somebody had a meme a while back on Twitter. Uh I don't know if it was a meme or you'd call it a tiff or whatever, but it was it what they did is they had um they, they played the song and then where it would be Bambalam, they in, they substituted Dale Jr. saying Rambity Bam. <laughs> 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 and it was like a video of him saying Rambity Bam, Rambity Bam, Rambity Bam. It was just Ooh, like funny. wow. And Junior was, Junior laughed. He got a kick out of that. Wasn't that supposed to be the the Blake Shelton Pitbull like remix of the NBC open before COVID hit and then oh, COVID- was it? Like yeah. stop the production yeah, of it. I, think so. I didn't yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So who can name the group? Bam. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead, Peter. Nope. You got this. Tom can. All right. Ram jam. Ram jam. Uh, yeah, Bam. Y'all fail. Yep. Name, okay. Is that what they're saying? Oh, no, it's like the name of the group. Ram and Jam. No, it's, it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bambalam. Uh, okay. Bambalam is what they're saying. I got you. Bambalam. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> we, I feel like this is as much a music show today as it is a yeah. racing yeah. show. But not that's real. Right. I'm not complaining. Not that's nothing wrong with that. I mean, we've gone from barbecue to music, so I mean, we've covered is, all the bases. That's you talk about barbecue, and I didn't. Have, I mean, I did do chicken sandwich. Chris is finishing there, strong. But. Okay, so uh, Hunter Smith has been with us all night, uh, talking racing with us as he loves to do. But uh, he's also a certified fitness guru. Um, <laughs> It's actually what my diploma says, is guru. Guru, that's right, um, who is uh, training many racers to be in better shape, including uh, the one sitting in the corner here uh, training for production, Justice Calabro, um, who is an aspiring young racer. But uh, So, Hunter, what what is the, the most prevalent thing that you see among racers that you need to fix when you first start working with them? Oh, that's a really good question. Um for the most part, now obviously everybody's an individual case, but for the most part, the biggest thing with the racers I see is hips, um, really tight <laughs> hips. And that's kind of self-explanatory in the fact that like you're sitting down that whole time. And when you're sitting down in the car, you're 
contracted. All your muscles are super tight the whole time. So you just get into that muscle memory and your hips are sitting in that seat and they're locked down tight. And, you know, there are what we call clenchable moments and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, so um, most of the time it's hips and how you walk and, you know, anything that has to do with hip mobility is typically what I have to fix first in most people. Interesting. Typically, it's in the ones that have been racing longer than others. So, for example, if a if a Corey LaJoy came to me and then a Justice Calabro came to me, Corey's hips are probably going to be tighter than Justice's just because he's been in a car longer in his life than okay. Justice has. Interesting. So, yeah. That's – I feel like – you work with such a sort of diverse group in terms not just of age, but like you said, motorsports experience. But you develop every program. Are, are there are there things that you have all of them involved with, and then you sort of develop individual from there, or is everything custom from a blank sheet of paper? Uh Yes, <laughs> a little bit of all of that. <laughs> so, um, this is Hunter's political segment. Yeah, exactly. I'm just going to agree with whoever. So, uh, so everybody gets a custom program. Uh, everybody's different. And whether I was working with race car drivers or soccer moms, that's going to be the case. Like everybody's so different. Their body composition is different. What they need is different. What they need fixing is different. Um, however, in terms of race car drivers, there's consistencies across the board of, of – being a race car driver. So I pretty much focus on five key components, uh, mobility, flexibility, for sure. We all need it. Um, Was that two or just one? That, I, there's a dash in there. <laughs> one A and one B. <laughs> uh, muscular strength and endurance, cardiovascular endurance, um, neck training, and then um, cognitive function. So cognitive function is working from your eyes to your brain to your body and reacting and stuff like that. So um, those kind of five key components go into every program, but what everybody gets is different. So some people may need more upper body strength versus some people may need more lower body strength. Some people may need to focus more on the cognitive function. They have the physical ability out, and, you know, it just kind of goes by the case itself. I think the cognitive thing has really come into light with Junior's book because he talked a lot about, you know, having that concussion and having to re basically retrain his brain on all of the cognitive things that happen when you go through a concussion. So I think a lot of times drivers don't think about the cognitive things, you know, when they're sitting in a race car because there's so much other stuff going on. They don't really focus on, you know, the hand-eye coordination and the, you know, brain, the reaction time and stuff like that. You're not wrong. They don't focus on it. But the point, well, what we try to train is that they – they're focusing on it, but they don't know they are. Right. You know exactly. what I mean? So, like, one thing we're focusing on heavily this month with everybody is a concept of spatial memory. Mm -hmm. um, so, spatial memory is seeing a point and that point going away and being able to remember exactly where it was, you know, a, a second or two later after it's gone from in front of you. So, how does that help in a race car? Well, we got a lot of races right now with no practice, no qualifying, right? And then you got the local level where they get five minutes of practice and then two or three qualifying laps, right? So the track time is limited. Um, so the concept of spatial memory is you go out in that first corner, you found your breaking points, and maybe it was a billboard up on the wall or maybe it was a line on the inside wall or something like that. And then you found your throttle points coming off the corner, stuff like that. You have to remember every single lap, and you have to not kind of – you right. can't put the effort in to remember. Right. You have to just right. know it's there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, knowing it's there without it's seeing it. It's a program. 
A hundred percent. Yeah. And, Absolutely. And, and the thing that I see, too, is there's a difference. You know, one of the things that you learn if you start studying the science of this is that there's a difference between vision and eyesight. hundred you know, percent. Eyesight is basically how well you can see. Vision is kind of takes into the account how well you can process what you're seeing, and it works between the eyes and the brain. Right. And we work closely with a company called Synaptic. Um, and Synaptic really helps us out with our sensory station and all the cognitive function stuff. And um, Jeff Klosterman is one of the head doctors with Synaptic. He's a sports vision uh, optometrist. And he's taught me a lot of stuff, which is super cool. Um, and he basically dumbed it down for me. And your eyes are basically just the lens. Right. Like you're, in a roundabout way, your eyes don't do anything. They're just there. So like eyesight, we talk about 2020, 2030, 2010, whatever eyesight you have, it's really just how clear your lenses are right. and how in focus your lenses are. It's just like mm-hmm. a camera. So, But how quickly your eyes can see an image and your brain, which like I said, your eyes are the lenses for your brain, right. how quickly your brain can react to that image and make something else happen um, is basically what we're – trying to work on and you see you know i always love it when i see on tv or if i see in person any of our guys missing wrecks like because that just shows me like something's working because they're able to see it process react in a matter of half a second you know or sometimes less which will come into play at daytona especially this weekend a hundred percent you know we've got spencer boyd's won a super speedway race um and super speedway races have always been really good to all of our drivers um on the nascar side Mm -hmm. so ryan vargas cody ware joey gase they've all had really good finishes at super speedways and i like to think that that's a big part of it Yeah, I mean, it's just um, it, it's it's amazing the science behind. Mm-hmm. You know, when when you talk about vision, you talk about reaction time, you talk about um, you know kinesthetic input versus. I mean, there's so much more to this than the average fan sees when they watch a race on TV. Correct. Yeah, there's a lot going on behind the scenes to build the race cars, but then there's also a lot going on behind the scenes to build the driver. Um, and the more racing progresses and we see this, I'm just going to use a cup series as an example. We see the cup series going to a car next year that we talk about is kind of trying to level the playing field, right? The cars are trying to be as similar as possible. NASCAR is trying to make the cars as similar to each other as possible. So let's just say every single car is identical, right? Where's your advantage? Your advantage is in the driver is in the seat. Yeah. So if you have a 200 lap race and that driver is getting, arm fatigue at lap 100 and he's thinking about his arms being tired the guy that's in fifth who's you know cruising like a sunday drive and he feels great he's coming you know so it's that would be kyle larson for those of you listening (laughs) and and kyle works super hard with josh wise over at chevrolet um you know he's there four or five days a week but then he's also conditioned to drive a race car because he also races three to five days a week (laughs) so and and that's another concept that i could get into too is conditioning between race car race car conditioning and then there's in the gym conditioning and what helps what and you know tony stewart is race car conditioned tony stewart is not (laughs) i'm sorry if he hears this but like tony stewart is not gym conditioned but he well, grew Tony up racing. He'd be the first to tell you. Agree. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say he'd be the first to tell. Yeah, you. so like Tony Stewart is race car condition. Ryan yes. Newman is race car condition. Yes, and those guys are going to go out and yeah, they're going to do well and they're going to feel fine after a race. But it's the recovery process and it's their brain function and all that other stuff that you know 
that we work on that's could be a deciding factor. Well, and we haven't even gotten into, which I want to do in the next segment, we haven't even gotten into the G-Force part of this mm. because um, I'm reading a book about the IndyCar split from back in the day, um, IndyCar and Cart and all, all those days, and uh, IndyCar had to cancel a race at te- – or Cart had to cancel a race at Texas mm-hmm. one year because – um, they actually went over the G-force limit, and the drivers were blacking were, were, out. Yeah, we're blacking That's out. It. So I want to talk about that when we come back from the break. More of Motorsports Madness presented by My Computer Career in a moment. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skills levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ag Council.
We uh, doubled up on the ZZ Top tonight. Chris is in a ZZ kind of mood. What? What's not fair, Noah? He knew I was going to oh. sing coming back from break. <laughs> I so see. He purposely... Okay. I got you. And it, well, wow. see, it is weird because I can hear you in the room. And yeah, I was thinking uh-huh. you were on. I got you. Okay. Welcome back. I was this, singing and nobody heard it. This is our white thing. flag <laughs> segment. Um, for those of you who are regular listeners of this show, you know that two of the last three weeks I have taken the checkered flag in this segment. We're not doing that tonight. Um, there is one to go, one segment to go. Hunter Smith is our special guest. We were talking about fitness, and uh, I mentioned before the break, that I had been reading um, a great book um, called Indie, The IndyCar Split. Um, and it's all about the days when um, the kart series was formed uh, out of out of USAC and they were rivals and then, you know, kart became IndyCar um, and, um, you know, just that whole sort of uh, messy open wheel situation from years ago. Um Part of that was that uh, I got to the part in the book the other day where they were talking about the race at Texas Motor Speedway, which I'd completely forgotten this ever happened. But they actually had to cancel the race because the G-forces were so strong that the drivers, after about 10 or 15 laps, were having blurred vision and some of them were having actual blackouts, which is... Um, you don't want to black out in an indie car on a big track like that. No. Uh, you wouldn't want to black out on any track in an indie car, but um, <laughs> certainly not in Texas. With it. So, talk a little bit about what what was happening there, Hunter. Um, Explain that in fifth grade terms so I can understand it. Yeah, I'm going to try. <laughs> let's, and, try for third, let's try for third grade. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, the bar. I only read at a fifth grade level, so <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, I can I can barely count to the 45 pound. His current book is a public book. Yeah, so. <laughs> Obviously, G load. Um, yeah, my books have to have pictures in them. Three so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, D pictures. Like yes. Uh, so G load is something that all all racing series will deal yeah. with. Um, and to be honest with you, there's there's not a whole lot that you can do to fight it. You know, look at the United States Air Force. Perfect example. Uh-huh. They put all their pilots through G force training, and at some point, they're all gonna black out. Um, and they go through it to see what their level is and, and how high it is. So, um, but. IndyCar, cart at the time, you know, whatever IndyCar, it may be, yeah. so much grip. And to go to a high bank track like Texas, you know, you're putting so much load on the body. And that's essentially what it is. You're putting so much foreign load to the body that it doesn't know how to react and it just shuts down like an old PC computer. Like, you know, I don't know if you ever heard the window shutting down noise. Like, that's what I picture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, so that's li- that's exactly what's happening. So and to this, Noah's back. <laughs> to this day – um, we still deal with factors like that, but we're a little more technologically advanced with headrests and helmets and Hans devices and he- other head and neck restraints that we can combat that, um, as well as things like in training in terms of like training the neck and training the eyes and training the body to withstand a little bit higher of a load. Um, but we deal with it now with NASCAR drivers. There's a couple of tracks on the NASCAR circuit that deal with uh, heavy G-force loads, and I think the most physical track is Dover, and Dover deals with it almost every year. I think what's crazy to me is that F1 is so technologically advanced that they can race and not break a sweat throughout the entire race and just get out and be fine. Yeah, most of those guys do, but uh, the training regimen for a Formula One driver is also second to none. 
Like it's it's wild. It I, is. I, it, yeah. It's absolutely insane. So when you do see, and I've noticed it in the past couple Formula One races that I've watched, Lewis Hamilton's actually gotten out of the car looking pretty smoked. Um, and I think the thing you have to look at with open wheel, and I've studied this the past couple of years since IndyCar has put the windscreen on there as well, and the cockpits are getting more busy inside these open wheel cars, is the open wheel guys are now starting to actually learn how to deal with heat. Like they haven't had to do that in a while. So where I, you know, to where the past two years we've seen air tubes going to helmets of IndyCar guys, and that's never been a thing. Um, you know, we had Cody Ware race in IndyCar. He did three IndyCar races this year, and he got out of those cars like it was nothing. It didn't even break a sweat. Nothing to where you had some other guys there that were, you know, they looked rough. Granted, they you know may have finished better, or whatever, but they were conditioned again to driving an IndyCar, and. You know, Cody's coming from a, a stock car background where we see temperatures of 130, 140 yes. degrees in those cars. He's used to heat. The heat doesn't bother him. For him, it was learning the physical load. Well, now a lot of these open-wheel guys, whether it be F1 or IndyCar, are learning the opposite. They have the strength and everything like that, but now they got to learn how to deal with heat. So things like training within um, – getting a sauna within your training is super important. And, you know, training outside and, and just being in the car is, is super important right now. It is interesting because I hadn't thought about it like that until you just said it. But the heat part of it, mm-hmm. y- you know, again, some of these guys, like even the truck race the other day, <laughs> Junior Joiner took Matt Crafton's cool cool box out of yeah. the, the car to save five pounds. I'm yeah. like, I would have decked my crew chief if they ever did, <laughs> if he ever did that to me. Um, you know, five pounds. Come on, man, can't we find five pounds somewhere <laughs> else in the truck besides the, you know? Yeah. But um, but you. You you are um, a lot of these like Nashville was just super 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 hot yeah. for those guys in the IndyCar series. Yeah, very hot. Um, and like I said, they're learning how to deal with that now. Yeah, they've never had to because of they've the never had to be bothered by it. Yeah. You know, but now these windscreens and think about it. You sit at home. If you were to turn your AC off in your house and sit by the window where the sun comes in the most. Like it's gonna get hot, and that's exactly what this is, that windscreen does. Is it, it bakes in. At least the Formula One guys have an opening. They have the halo. They have they still have airflow. Yeah. Like they haven't resorted to having air nozzles to their helmet and stuff yet. But even think about stuff like that. So, and I, I look at the safety equipment, and not only because my girlfriend works for Simpson, but I look at the safety equipment and how much more padding is going into helmets these days. That's factoring in the temperature there. How much more? How much? more fabric maybe going into a fire suit to where it's being safer and it's and it's going to prevent fire and, and incidents more to where that's increasing core temperature and um you know then we're building race cars different and constant so okay there's another good point that core temperature is so critical talk a little bit about why that's the case core temperature it kind of control in a roundabout way controls your I guess I want to use the term well-being within the car. Um, if your core temperature spikes, you're going to start having things like dizziness. Uh, you're going to start having fatigue. that fatigue. You're yep. going to start having that blurry vision. Um, that's all going to come from, you know, your guts. You, you know what I mean? How hot are your guts? How hot's your intestines? Like all that kind of stuff in there is going to set your body all sorts of ways. So you'll see a lot of guys in NASCAR take uh ice bags or like ziploc bags full of ice under caution or whatnot and they're putting it you know down in their fire suit like down to their stomach and whatnot too so but yeah so anything you can do to keep core temperature down which hydration is a huge factor in that as well well there's a 
product called a cool shirt that that yep. um, that that a lot of people, a lot of racers wear, and and it actually is a fire retardant um, upper you know shirt that you wear with that has water that kind of runs through that keeps your core temperature cooler. And firemen use them. I mean, there's football teams now are starting to. Um, there's a there's there's an interesting science behind that that um, is is I think really only now getting very well circulated yeah and a lot of guys are using them um i think the there is a little more research that needs to be done on the on the nascar side right if if a fireman or a a football player anybody's wearing them and something malfunctions on it or whatever you can take it off you you know what i mean a race car driver's in that car for three hours he's not taking a shirt off so i have seen stories right i I have seen a couple weeks ago he said he was pumping hot water not cold water yeah well if it doesn't i've Literally, I have a driver. Right? I won't say who it is, but runs a cool. Uh, a, it's not a particular a cool shirt like cool shirts a brand. Yeah, but it's it's a shirt a that does the same does thing. The same thing. It pumps water yeah. through, um, and it stopped pumping, um, and all the water that was in those tubes started to boil. Boil, yeah. So Ooh. you have to weigh sometimes risk interest rewards there's there's a there's a switch that you can cut it on and off but if it gets stuck there yeah if there's you're, water you're in just, the, yeah if there's water in the system and it, you can just hit the drain it yeah the worst you can do is you know getting slice it open and let the water drain out but then it's going into your seat and then you're burning yeah, your butt so it's <laughs> like yeah what do you what do you prefer it really surprises me how many drivers wear black fire suits because i've always you know you always get told the darker colors attract heat so darker, you know, darker shades of red, darker shades of black are always higher than, point, than if you're hot, you're hot. reflective. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you would think white, like a lighter color that would reflect heat. So do you want to know a reason why a lot of guys wear darker suits aside from sponsorship? Why? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I know I'm why. sure there's a reason why. There's a lot of drivers that pee in the seat that I you don't know. I was just going to say, yeah. I was wondering how you were going to, like, yeah. explain There's that, a lot of drivers that... that? Yeah. Take care of business in the seat, uh-huh. and it's actually a safety protocol because if your bladder is full and you hit a wall, your bladder is going to explode. So you're told, like, if you have to – if you got to pee, go. Yeah, pee, like, yeah. you need to go. And Peter's as hard as it is, but, the softballs over there. <laughs> but, yeah, so if you see some guys that are like, oh, wow, he's sponsored by – my Little Pony and his fire suit's black. That guy probably pees in the seat. Like, <laughs> that's, if he's supposed to be My Little Pony, he probably pees in the seat anyway. Yeah. But, yeah. Like a black fire suit. But, uh, yeah, so there's a lot of that kind of stuff that goes into it. Well, I know he's wearing a black shirt. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> You know, it's exactly why Glad know, old pirates too. wore brown pants. It was like, you know, what did you the same call concept. One arm, one arm man in the butt kicking contest. I did. Or something yes, like that's exactly <laughs> what I said. I'm glad you listened. I'm glad you paid attention. Okay, so uh, real quick, yeah, uh, where do we go from that? Well, <laughs> we go to IndyCar. We went really quick from my little point of because we've only got a couple <laughs> minutes. Let's take a bathroom break so I, I don't pee in this. Seat, I want to get IndyCar into <laughs> this because uh, again, we've we've got. Uh, a championship battle in IndyCar, Peter, that to me, I think is just incredibly special. And that series just keeps putting on great racing. Absolutely great racing. Gateway was no short for drama at all. No. With Scott Dixon and so many others being taken out in crashes. Mm-hmm. And then Pato Award took over the points lead from Alex Pillow. Yep. So it's only a 10-point gap with three races left. I still think Joseph Newgarden back there in third is really beneficial from his past experience from being on these – Three remaining racetracks, Portland, Laguna Seca, and uh, what's the last one? I'm 
Peter? St. Pete. Pete. Yeah, Pete. Pete. No, Long Beach. Long, Long Beach. Beach. Yeah. yeah, that's right, Long Beach. Regardless, I still think <laughs> yeah. Joseph Newgarden. One of those street courses. I still yeah. think Joseph Newgarden is a championship favorite, but the fact that these two young guys. Do you really? I do, because I think you got to lose a championship before you can win one. Wow. See, I would totally disagree. I, I, I'm not saying he can't win it. I just think there's too many young drivers that are all hot right now for him to overcome all of them to win the title. I, I think mean, it's cool just to see Alex Pillow and Pato Award. Yeah. Just to know, yep. as opposed to the past, let's say, five years. Like, to have other names up there. I agree. Running for it and contending yeah. strongly for it is and really awesome. Scott being involved, obviously, at the, in the wreck at Gateway. Right, yeah. You know, kind of. Yeah pushed him back even further in that gain that he wanted to make. So it's like, man, we're kind of coming down to where we might have a nice little battle and and hopefully don't have to, you know, in terms of what a fan may want to see with younger drivers coming up and, and contending, we won't maybe have Scott Dixon involved. So, Well, and uh, we get to F1 for a minute to really quickly, um, again, F1 coming back and uh, getting ready to to wind their season down with a heck of a a championship battle, Hamilton. And, uh, you know, gosh, you've you've got Lewis being challenged here by Red Bull seriously for the first time in a long time. And uh, this has been a fun season of F1 to watch. Again, a lot of young talent stepping up. Absolutely. I think Max Verstappen sees blood in the water. He sees Mercedes is vulnerable, and I think he can easily pounce these next couple of races and seal up this championship. Oh, I agree. I oh, yeah. I think this uh, this is a wide-open deal coming down to the, uh, the finish of that season, and I love it. I think it's great. Uh, F1 has been so much fun to watch this year. Okay, um, we are going to take a break, and then we will come back and wrap up Motorsports Madness in a moment. drive but you want to learn real performance driving well bunky get that car off the street and onto the track summit point motorsports park the mid-atlantic's premier road racing facility located just over an hour from dc in nearby summit point west virginia is the place to go and you'll find that friday at the track is going to give you what you need for less than a monthly car payment you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of summit point's three world-class road racing circuits you'll receive classroom instruction skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. 
Because it's not rocket science. It's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one Internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Makes me feel like doing the duck walk. Chuck <laughs> Berry, Johnny, be good. Closing the show here. Okay, so quick announcement, ladies and gentlemen. Pay attention. We're going to go through this quickly. All right. On the week of September the 14th, which is the week after Labor Day, this show, Motorsports Madness, will cease to air in this time slot. If you're listening to Madness now... After September 14th, you will be listening to the Inside Pass, which Randy Miller, who is here with us tonight, actually is the host of. It is basically the same cast and basically the same discussion and same material. It's a national, nationally focused show. Talk about all the same stuff we talk about here on Madness. We're just making a programming change. So Randy will be bringing the Inside Pass into this time slot the rest of us will all still be here, um, and uh, well, Noah. Uh, yeah, unless yeah, unless I get kicked. Noah, <laughs> Noah gets uh, you know he gets his summers off. Already but, was muted. Um, <laughs> yes, but uh, it, uh, so again, uh, just kind of mark your calendars. So if you tune in to hear Motorsports Madness and you hear the Inside Pass, don't run away. It's the same show, same people, different name is basically all it is. Parking the Motorsports Madness brand for a while. And uh, so look forward to that, Randy. And uh, Randy will be driving the bus at that point and hosting wow. the show. That's, that's going to be a problem for all of us. So. Yes, uh, <laughs> definitely going to be a, a problem. But you're all going to enjoy it. We look forward to it. But uh, still the same thing for another couple of weeks. So uh, back with more Motorsports Madness next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. So long. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube and visit racechasermedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.